0: David Maxey here with HomeMusicStudio1.com podcast and uh, in this episode of the show I'm going to talk about three home recording studio software myths so keep listening guys All right. Hey, welcome back to the show. Uh, David Maxey here with dot onecom You are listening to episode number 12. And it uh, seems like it's been several weeks since I've been able to kind of really consistently put some episodes out and just been really busy. Had a lot of things going on and, uh, you know, gearing up for the holidays and uh, just passing through, uh, you know, Thanksgiving. And I have a lot of side jobs that I'm doing some web stuff and even some maintenance things and kind of in the handyman, just putting it all together to make ends meet. And so I'm, uh, I'm happy, excited. To be back with uh, doing another episode with you, so welcome back to the show. And uh, it's officially December, and I don't know how things uh, things are in your house. Uh, i 've got five kids, my youngest now uh she 's going on nine months, and then uh, my older four are four boys if you didn 't know that the oldest of uh, of them uh being uh, uh right now ten and so uh lots of uh, and they all range about eighteen months apart and i'll tell you what the energy level in my house right now in anticipation of Christmas is right about twenty percent higher or crazier than normal and so uh you know we, i i guess that's a good thing i remember being a kid you know and just loving this time of year and i think today this is still probably one of the the most uh, most of my favorite times of the year and so uh but here we are we're officially into december and it just seems like time flies uh, but welcome back once again to the show and i want to start as i've been in a habit of doing just giving a shout out to those of you who have been constantly supporting uh, my efforts here in order to uh, give you a podcast as well as a-, a blog that my goal and my focus being to be able to help you create professional audio on any size budget and uh, you know what when you guys download these episodes and uh, and give me your feedback and listen and ask questions that uh, that lets me know that I'm able to answer the questions that you're actually answer asking. And uh, it lets me know that you're out there. And uh, I'm just looking at the statistics of uh, since our last episodes of Downloads. And, uh, you know, uh, honestly, I-, I know I say this a lot, but I never anticipated this much, uh, you know, just participation from you guys. So, I, I thank you so much. And uh, looking at kind of the top countries, uh, the beauty of the Internet is uh you know we can share i can I can do a podcast and uh, and anyone out there really all over the world has access to it, so that is awesome to me and so looking at the top five countries of course i 'm from the the states here, and so uh, in the US, i i 've got just uh, thousands of downloads as well, but also um, in the United Kingdom, my friends over there, and then Canada as well as Germany and australia, and that list actually goes on and on, but there 's the top five. And uh, just backing up, got a a nice little email from, I believe I say your name like this. I think it is Stefan uh, from Canada and uh, greetings from Canada. Greetings right back at you, Stefan. Uh, Thank you very much for the nice email and just encouraging letting uh, me know that you've been downloading the episodes and enjoying them. And uh, we've definitely got a lot of uh, downloads from Canada and from that whole area, which is just north of me. Uh, And so uh, welcome uh, back to the episodes as well, my friends from the Northern Region of Canada. And uh, and by the way, Stefan, uh, hopefully I'm saying your name right. I apologize if I'm massacring that. Uh, you can let me know if I need to pronounce that differently, but thanks a lot for your feedback. Looking uh, a little more zeroing in on the stats here, uh, the U.S. region's and maybe a little more uh, to uh, some of the states here i 've got a lot of downloads, of course from Michigan home base, hey guys, uh, you know peace uh, thanks for downloading also a lot from California this time around from Illinois, from Texas and New York, and uh, awesome to uh, to see all the the downloads and then looking at actual cities of course i 'm from Lansing, which seems to always uh, top out the uh, the stats here of who downloads, but back to uh, the New York area, definitely a lot of downloads from there, and but from Los Angeles from Chicago over there in Illinois, where it's coming from, then uh, Cincinnati, which is right there in Ohio, and then Seattle, Washington, got a lot of downloads from there, and uh, actually do not have time to continue reading on this list, uh, but I've got seven pages of different cities and regions of the statistics where you guys are just supporting by your downloads. Thank you very much. I uh, cannot say that enough. Really, really appreciate it. Um, well, today, uh, I want to begin to address something. Uh, That often comes up when it comes to the home and project recording And specifically with how do I get kind of that professional audio sound How do I take my stuff with the gear that I have from amateur to professional How do I do that on any size budget And this, uh, this topic has to do with the recording software we use Home Recording Studio Software Uh, And I'm going to cover this kind of in the form of three myths I want to talk about three things that I think are often misunderstood And they're really myths that people believe in many cases to be true But in my opinion, they're really not And um, very specifically when it comes to uh, the digital audio workstation Or the recording software we use to build our projects And so let's go ahead and dive right in with myth number one Myth number one uh, with uh, home recording studio software myths is this that you need to spend hundreds of dollars to get a professional recording. And uh, in my opinion, that is absolutely a myth. And uh, and let me just kind of uh, flesh this out just a little bit, because to be fair, there are certainly, uh, we all know that uh, there's a lot of options when it comes to the digital audio workstation, the recording software that we would install on a machine, on a computer to record with. And uh, what tends to happen is people like to set up shop in different camps, and uh, it almost seems like there's this kind of this war that goes on in uh, between the uh, the DAW, the Digital Workstation, recording software war, where one person will be in this camp. You have to have Pro Tools. If you don't have Pro Tools, then you're an amateur. You don't know what you're doing or know you got to have logic. You got to have sonar. You got to have, you know, uh, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And, uh, you know, if I didn't mention your DAW of choice, don't send me an email. Uh, This isn't an inclusive list. I'm just giving a few examples here. But the bottom line is you really do not need to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to get a professional recording. Now, to be fair if uh, if you spend any time working in the industry, um, I believe in my personal opinion, it still holds true that Pro Tools is still uh, one of the uh, if not the very top, uh, has become an industry standard in the professional realm of recording. And uh, that is not a bad thing. I- I've used Pro Tools for years. I uh, I think it's really a great piece of software. Like everything, it has its weaknesses, but it also has its strengths. Now that said, I want to give you know I want to give uh, props to Pro Tools. I'm not an anti Pro Tool guys at all. If you're using Pro Tools, man, more power to you. But let me do say this: even though Pro Tools has long since been an industry standard today, because of technology, because a lot of uh, other things that are out there, there are a lot of other options that can give you every bit of a professional result uh, that are available today that in many cases are several hundred dollars cheaper. Now, I realize there are some LE versions of Pro Tools out there, which I would highly recommend if uh, you you really want to go the Pro Tools route and you just don't have a huge budget. But What it comes down to this is the idea that, you know, if you don't have hundreds and hundreds of dollars to spend on your recording software, on your DAW, then you're just never going to get a professional recording. Well, in my opinion, that is absolutely untrue. It's just a myth. Uh, A few thoughts right off the top of my head. Um, I know I've done over the years a lot of recording in a very simple free program called Audacity. And uh, You can google that And I'll try and stick a link to that In the show notes And I've also posted about this as well Audacity uh, does a lot of things Very, very well Absolutely free uh, Depending on what kind of sound card You have installed by default In your computer Or whatever external uh, audio interface you have You can get some really high quality uh, Recording with Audacity uh, Compared to, you know, two, two tracks uh, Compared side by side From Pro Tools or something else If they were processed The same same. It's going to be very difficult to tell the difference between the two, okay? You can get some really professional results. Now, that said, Audacity is a little, uh, one of the major things Audacity does not do right out of the box is, uh, is real-time recording uh, when it comes to mixing down. You can't play back a track in real-time while mixing others. And so that, you know, definitely not the best when you're, uh, in my opinion, when you're looking at, you know, kind of the project home studio, but definitely a great place to start. Another, office, uh, another uh, package, that comes to mind is a is a a dog called Reaper R E A P E R dot F M. If you want to check that out, Reaper in my opinion is a great, very affordable multi track software. Comes with some plugins. In fact, you can download the Reaper plugins uh, separately. A, a good handful of them come pre installed into Reaper, but also a good portion of them you can just download as VSTs, I believe, uh, and install them into whatever software you are using. But Reaper. Very affordable. I think to buy it flat out is only sixty bucks uh, of U.S. dollars. Okay, and so that is very affordable. But it really it comes with an unlimited demo time frame. Uh, you know, obviously, I would encourage you support them if you if you download the program and you really like it, just pay the sixty bucks. Uh, but that is very affordable. Completely uh, multi track has lots of plugins to start with, and uh, that's a great place to start. In a lot of ways, quality wise, uh, definitely will give Pro Tools a run for its money. And honestly, this list could go on and on and on. Now, I personally use a program called Sonar. And uh, uh, over the years, uh, I have used a lot of different software for recording uh, and more specifically for recording in my own projects. Now, in the studio, I've often used uh, Pro Tools. Uh, for years, did lots of recording, both live and uh, and in the studio, work with uh, Pro Tools, and and had a, a hard disk setup where uh, it would uh, multi track into a hard disk, and then we'd pull that into a machine with Pro Tools. But uh, over the years, I've had the chance to use a lot of different stuff, and uh, sometimes you know, if I've gotten a new audio interface that came with uh, you know a different recording software than what I uh, was used to, I would just use it and see kind of what's out there. And uh, several years ago, uh, I was able to get a copy of Sonar. LE, very stripped down version of Cakewalks uh, DAW, very popular uh, from those guys there. And uh, to date, they have come a long ways with their early options of, of what they had available that are built into the program. And so uh, recently, I was able to get an upgrade version from my copy of Sonar, and I'm using today Sonar X2 Producer. And um, you know, I one thing I love about producer with my my upgrade uh, cost. I think it was about three hundred bucks. So honestly, probably one of the more expensive pieces of gear that I've ever purchased when it comes to home recording. However, it came with some built-in uh, you know uh, drums as far as a uh, uh, ability to kind of mix some nice drum sounds. Um, it came with session drummer, which is just really great for something that just comes with your program uh, and and just default for recording. So came with a lot of different uh, plugins as well well, a lot of different virtual instruments for that price. So really, um, a lot of bang for your buck when you kind of compare apples to apples. I've been nothing but pleased. But that list really goes on. You might be, you know, I've heard a lot of guys have commented recently that they're using an iPad and in uh, GarageBand. You know what? More power to you. Uh, there's a lot of very affordable options out there. I know, uh, you know, the Apple guys with GarageBand and I think Logic as well. Um, you know, there, there's Fruity Loops. There's, uh, you know, the list that, that can really go on and on and on and on and on. And so again, don't email me if I didn't mention uh, your recording software of choice. I'm not knocking anything. But my point is this, that first myth that I want to, you know, kind of blow out of the water is you don't need the hundreds and hundreds of dollars to spend on recording software in order to get a professional recording project. Uh, You can be very affordable. And just with understanding some basics of how to use uh, some of the gear that you probably already have, uh, addressing your room, uh, understanding levels, and in a lot of things that we talk about, you can get a great professional sound on virtually any budget. Okay. So that's myth number one. Myth number two is this, It is better to have a DAW with more features than I actually need. And again, when we say DAW, we're talking about digital audio workstation uh, recording software. The myth is, number two, it's better to have a DAW with more features than I need. Now I don't believe this is true, and here's why. It's kind of this idea, uh, you know, if I don't have Pro Tools with uh, you know every virtual instrument out there and every plugin that I've ever seen from the time I ever started recording, that I'm I'm missing something. There's just there's certainly just something I'm not going to be able to do. And so the idea is that many times we we kind of look for uh, something that just has jam packed full of everything under the sun. I've got to have it all together, and if I don't, uh, you know, I'm just going to be missing something. I don't believe that to be true. In fact, I would encourage just the opposite, and especially if you're just kind of starting, or maybe you've been doing this for a while, but but uh, you know you're learning, and uh, you've got you you know you're kind of not quite you wouldn't consider yourself a, a professional in the industry, but but you still you're trying to learn this thing, and you know what, having all these features and all these options jammed into one setup, maybe hundreds of plugins, and just different set uh, a whole different uh, you know set of of features within your program that you really have no idea to you how to use more importantly that at this stage in your recording setup you don't even really need many times that can just be more confusing to you and, uh, you know, to just kind of run after every little shiny thing out there, every new plug-in, uh, you know, and whatever features, you know, hey, it's this one can do a, a master bus at 64 bits, so now i got to get that. Now, having all those things, there's definitely benefit to having a certain amount of features, but I would encourage you this, that there are certain things you need, and there are certain things that you don't need, uh, and on the side of recording when it comes to, to a nice DAW, get the basics down, understand the basics if you don't even know what it does you then probably do not even need it and so don't be uh, confused in the thinking if you don't have every plugin out there if you don't have features uh, you know that are comparable to pro tools in every level every form then you just aren't going to be able to get pro audio that's not true Uh, Sometimes you may have to get creative with how you attain certain things, but there's a good chance that there's a great professional sound you can create with very affordable, very inexpensive, sometimes even free software. So uh, is it better to have a a DAW with more features than I need? In my opinion, no, it's not. Especially when you're learning, sometimes it's better to have less features uh, so that it's not as confusing while you're learning. Okay. Uh, So myth number one, you need to spend hundreds of dollars to get a professional recording. Myth number two, it's better to have a dog with more features than I need. I don't believe either of those are really true. And number three, the third myth when it comes to home recording studio software is this, never bother to read the manual, just click buttons until it sounds good. Okay. The myth is that I never need to read the manual. I just need to click buttons until it sounds good. Now, uh, you know, I know I say that and you might be thinking, well, duh, you know, nobody really does that, you know, but look... Uh, If you're a guy out there and listening, like I'm a guy, okay, uh, here's the reality. How often do we just throw it open and we just start throwing a track in and we see what things do, okay? Uh, And I get it, all right? You know, I found myself doing that over the years. But what's the reality? The reality is you need to know how to use whatever software you're recording with. You need to know how to use everything as much as possible with whatever you have. And a lot of times that requires reading the help menu, reading the manual, looking for tutorials on the internet with how to do certain things and learning the software that you have. Rather than just start clicking buttons randomly and in the dragging, uh, you know, plugins on on your tracks and just seeing what everything does, there's a place for that. There's nothing wrong with experimenting, but when it comes to a project, uh, learn exactly how to do uh, the features and how to use the features that the software package you presently have. Learn to use what it does. Learn to use what you already have. If you don't know how to use what you already have, how do you know if you need something better? How do you know if what you have is more than enough? You just don't know how to use it. Okay. And so don't, uh, you know, don't waste time always looking for something else. Spend time learning how to use the recording software you already have. I cannot stress that enough. You may find that, hey, Pro Tools, you know, Sonar Produce or whatever, something else that is out there, hey, maybe it sounds great, or this guy got an amazing project and he used... X when it comes to recording software. I need that. Well, you might find that you can do some of the very exact same things with what you already have. Uh, The affordable software package you're already using, you just haven't spent enough time to learn how to use it. And so, to me, that's a myth. Never read the manual, that's a myth. Spend some time reading whatever help files you have if you've got a hard copy manual. If at the very least you can go to forums and you can learn on the internet, figure out how to use what you have and uh, you know, don't always be looking looking for a new, better thing that can do more, because the fact is, if you don't know how to use it, it's of no good to you. So those are my three myths. And uh, let me sum it up this way. Uh, I'm going to sum this all up by asking a question, and then I'm going to give you the answer. And I'm going to give you the answer with three different headings based upon what I just talked about. So here's the question. We can sum this all up in this. The question is this, uh, how do you know if you have the right digital audio workstation? How do you know if you have the right digital audio workstation? Let me give you three bullet points that will answer this question for you based upon what I just talked about. Very simple, very easy. You can remember this. Trust me. Here's how do you know if you have the right digital audio workstation? Number one, can you afford it? Okay. Uh, If you can afford it, chances are if you bought it or you downloaded it, uh, you can afford it. All right. Uh, If you can afford it, that's how you know. That's the first reason. Number two, does it do what you need it to do? Now, I'm not saying does it do all sorts of stuff. Does it do what you need it to do? Does your recording software allow you to process your projects in the way that you need to process them in order to sit down and say, Yes, I have successfully completed this project with the goals I had in mind? So, number two, does it do what you need it to do? And number three, do you know how to or can you learn how to use it? Don't bother with the most complicated stuff out there if you know very well that you don't have the time, the energy, the patience to know how to learn how to use it, okay? A software that is thousands of dollars, 1500 bucks on Pro Tools with breakout boxes and the whole nine are not going to do you any good if you don't know how to use them, okay? So how do you know if you have the right DAW? Can you afford it? Does it do what you need? And do you know how to use it? And if you don't know how to use it, tied to that same question, can you learn how to use it? Okay. So those three things alone, uh, hopefully, you know, by the way, I've answered that question. I am not a Pro Tools only guy. Uh, I'm not a Logic only guy, even a Sonar only guy, because that's the program I'm using. I don't really honestly care what it is that you have at your disposal, because I realize Over the years, I've had lots of different copies of things. There's been times where I just didn't have a penny. So, I had to use ACID, uh, you know, Audacity, um, ACID, uh, you know, doing loops. I've had to use all sorts of stuff that maybe it was even a 30 day demo. Okay. Uh, Whatever your situation is, it doesn't really matter how much or how little you had to spend. If you can afford it and it it meets your budget, great. Uh, Does it do what you need to do? Awesome. And uh, is it something that you know how to do, how to learn, or even, uh, you know, do you know how to use your software that you have right now? If whatever you're recording with, meets those three criterias, then it is the right digital audio workstation for you. So don't even bother dreaming and and hoping that you have something better until you finally get to the point where what you have no longer meets those three criteria or one of those three criteria. When you get to the point that there's something you really need to do and you keep hitting this brick wall that what you have, what you're recording with, you just can't find a way around it no matter how much you've researched, no matter how much you've tried, then maybe start looking into an upgradable option for maybe the next level audio workstation for you. Can you afford it? Does it do what you need to do? And do you know how to use it or can you learn? Answer those three questions with a yes and whatever you're recording with is the right package for you. And backing up again, we got these kind of the backwards way of looking at it. What are the three myths about uh, home recording software? You don't need to spend hundreds of dollars to get a professional recording. You definitely don't need something that has so many plugins and so many features that you really don't even need them. There's more than what you need. And uh, you really uh, you do need to read the manual. You do need to find out how to learn or learn by reading, by studying, by uh, you know just finding out what it is that the recording software you have does, okay? So that myth would be never read the manual. Of course that's a myth. So hey guys, hopefully this information has been helpful to you. I know some of these are questions that I get a lot. And, you know, maybe you're further along and you've kind of already gone over these. Maybe these are more something, uh, you know, to help those of you who are just kind of getting started, or maybe you're contemplating getting into the holiday season, buying a new, uh, you know, a new recording software. Hopefully these are things that will help you out. And uh, if this has been something helpful to you, why not sign up for uh, my newsletter? I'd encourage you to do that. And, uh, you know, that's something that I've, uh, I just sent some updated information. So, you know, the latest and greatest from the blog, as well as just certain tips and things that only go to those that are on uh, the newsletter as well. And, uh, you know, when things come out that are new and uh, different things that, that that we're doing, whether it's uh, products or just information that I come across or freebies, uh, the people that are on my newsletter get that first. And, real great way for us to stay connected. Head on over to homemusicstudio1.com forward slash newsletter. And just to, as a thank you for signing up on that, I'll send you a very free ebook that I put together called. Understanding compression in the home music studio—that's a, a question I get a lot of—and so I put together a little ebook to kind of give an introduction to answering that. And then uh, I've also added uh, some video uh, stuff that'll, that that uh, you can get a free video of part of a course that I put together that gives you a little more in depth, a little more information about compression. Again, all free just for signing up for the newsletter if you haven't done that yet. Head on over to home music studio one dot com forward slash newsletter. Throw your email in there and uh, click. Uh, download now, and I'll uh once you confirm your email address, I will send that back out to you uh, with the link to download your free ebook. Uh, and then that hey, if you uh, if you're on Facebook, uh, why not uh, like our Facebook page? I've been uh, trying to focus a little more on that as well. Of course, you can look at the site and see I'm all over the place when it comes to social media. But uh, if you're on Facebook, head on over to Facebook.com forward slash home music studio one and uh, click like uh, on the page there and uh, you know, show us your support uh, and uh, join in on the conversation that, uh, you know, we've got going, uh, uh, you know, on, uh, on Facebook as well. Love to have you be a part of that. And as always love to hear your thoughts. Uh, You can send me an email right directly through the contact form on the blog, or also uh, send me an email uh, at Dave Dave at home music studio one.com. Just love to hear your comments. If you've got any feedback or just, uh, you know, want to give me a review here for the podcast right in itunes love to uh you know hear your thoughts there as well and uh you know that helps other people find the show and find the episode that it can be you know helpful to more people and so with that thanks very much for downloading for listening in this is uh dave maxi and until next time we'll we'll uh we'll see you then dave maxi here with a home music studio one.com podcast